Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of two pros in a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, good morning, everybody. Hope you're enjoying your post-Thanksgiving activities over here. Happy Black Friday. Hope everything's going well. Man, we've got a lot of ball left on the menu today and throughout the weekend. Very excited to talk some ball and beyond with you. I'm Brian No Jason Martin with me. Jason, hope your Thanksgiving was great. Everything good in your world? Yeah, can't complain. Good to be with you this morning. I uh, watched a heck of a lot of sports. I ended up watching more college basketball last night than I thought I was going to on top of an NFL game that was pretty daggone entertaining, actually. Yeah, I liked, uh, I liked the slate of NFL games. You know, uh, if, if you, uh, you know, indulge in a little bit of gambling, the, uh, the Dallas game was well in hand at the end uh, until it wasn't. So a, a nasty yeah. backdoor cover with Brett Maher missing the kick and then the, the Giants scoring a touchdown at the end. But good stuff throughout the, uh, throughout the day and the evening. I thought the nightcap was really interesting with the Vikings winning. I think a little glass half full, glass half empty with the Vikings, where you look at them, the record is really nice, man. You, uh, you glance down there and see them at 9-2 and two while the Packers are 4-7. and seven. Like, that's beautiful. But if you look at the win, yeah, you won against the feisty Patriots. That's great. Improved to 9-2, and two, but glass half empty. You needed a 97-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Can't count on that consistently. The Patriots... They had running into the punter, or kicker, I guess, and that kept the drive alive. That was a big call when it was a tight game. And Mac Jones, Mac Jones threw for 382 yards and two touchdowns. So it's just one of those seasons for the Vikings where things are going their way more times than not. They improved to 9-2. and two. 
It's crazy how it works out like that sometimes. Yeah, it's true. I mean, they definitely had to have some things go right for them, but sometimes you do. And anytime Kirk Cousins gets a win in prime time, you probably need to take note of that in a positive direction for your football team because it's happened so infrequently throughout his career. And look, the the Pats' defense has been – that's one thing you can't knock Belichick for. Like, I didn't know what they were going to be this year. I certainly thought they were going to be a bad football team. Right now they're above 500, but their defense has been pretty solid. And after – getting curb stomped basically by the Cowboys on Sunday. The Vikings needed an offensive showcase against a decent to good defense. And I think you at least got that. You still saw the kind of flashes you needed to, and you saw the chemistry from your quarterback and the best wide receiver in football, Justin Jefferson. And that that game easily could have gotten away from you because the Patriots were ready to play and ready to win, end up not winning the game. But to your other point, I mean, yeah, the, the middle game, it got interesting late, but I think we live in a universe where it's better, where the Detroit Lions are pretty good compared to their own standards because – that game would have been a laugher two years ago against the Bills, and this one was not. This one was one team had Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and 25 seconds, and that was enough to get them in position to kick that game-winning field goal. But that was a wildly entertaining football game as well. Uh, a lot of times the Thanksgiving slate doesn't give us all that much to talk about. This time maybe it gives us almost too much because you get something out of everything that we saw. Yeah, kind of interesting because uh, you look at Dan Campbell, the Lions head coach, and there were there were suggestions, there was talk just about a month ago of, is he going to be fired? I know he's the, the star of hard knocks, and and we love that guy and the tone that he sets, but you got to win games. And they were a one-in-six football team, but they rattled off three straight wins, righted the ship that was certainly not even close to an embarrassing performance yesterday against the Bills. And you're right, the Lions have improved. You can see it. You can absolutely see the improvement. And for it to be a field goal game at the end, you can't hang hang your head on that. Like, no one's going to be upset with that effort. Uh, they've played pretty well, especially as of late. But, yeah, you got to give Josh Allen some credit. Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback, has had some hideous turnovers a few weeks leading up to this game. He was turnover-free last week against the Browns, turnover-free again in that same stadium. It's kind of odd uh, playing in Detroit again thanks to the snow in Buffalo. But that frozen rope to Stephon Diggs yeah. at the end of the game, that's a 50-yard pass on a frozen rope. And Tyler Bass squeaks in the 45-yard game-winning field goal. Von Miller carted off the field, though. That is very scary stuff. Ian Rappaport, he tweeted out the initial diagnosis for Von Miller is a knee sprain. No one has ruled out a more serious injury, but there is some hope he's going to have an MRI today and other tests to confirm. So you hold your breath and hope Von Miller is healthy because, man, you could tell a a huge difference once he went out of the game yesterday. Yeah, he sets a tone and he sets an energy and an attitude. We've seen it throughout his career. As a Denver Broncos fan, I saw it for a very, very long time. But you saw as soon as he went to the Rams, there was a certain nastiness. There was a certain uh, moxie about that defense that, guess what, doesn't exist now. Like, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey notwithstanding, those guys are always studs. But 
he's a tone setter is Von Miller. And it was the same thing. He goes to your team. Your team instantly becomes a championship contender on that side of the football at the very least. So him going out, that's something from a Bills fan. Uh, I know they're optimistic that it's not serious inside that building. We're going to find out for sure. But watching that guy get carted off, that's going to make my heart skip a beat. But your comment about the pass from Allen to Diggs, I think it's more impressive because it wasn't surprising. It's exactly what I thought they were going to do. I looked at it and said, is that enough time? Yeah, with these guys? Yeah, actually it is. It's the same thing I thought on Sunday night in the Chiefs-Chargers game where I knew exactly what was going to happen when the Chiefs got the football back with a minute 40. So that's an eternity for Patrick Mahomes. And it turned out to be exactly that. We live in a universe where, and there's not many of them in the league, but we live in a world where the Lions are good, but also where there are a few quarterbacks where if you give them any time at all, they're going to beat you. And it's not going to be surprising, which doesn't make it any less amazing. And that's what you saw. Allen, when he had to make a play, had to make a throw, he was able to make a throw, and he had his guy. He had Stephon Diggs. What was the one thing that you noticed about all three games last night? The team with the stud wide receiver went 3-0. and yeah. CeeDee Lamb, Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, your team came out with the W last night. Yeah, it's an interesting point. I remember it wasn't that long ago there was a, a thought in the NFL, a lot of GMs sub- subscribed to it. I remember what Ray Farmer was the uh, GM of the Cleveland Browns, and he was saying, hey, when's the last time a Super Bowl winning team had an elite wide receiver? And so the thought was, ah, you don't really need one of those guys. Not in today's NFL. I certainly mm-hmm. didn't agree with it at that time. But now, oh, my gosh, you definitely have to have that. You just see the effect. Look at the Packers for crying out loud. The ripple effect of not having Devontae Adams is absolutely huge. That's a good point. I also think, man, with Josh Allen, I'm with you in terms of it wasn't surprising that he came through at the end. But it's also not surprising if he does the opposite. He's had a couple of really shaky decisions as of late. So to see him sort of right the ship and to come up big in crunch time, that's a huge deal for the Bills, obviously. And then also watching that game, Tony Romo, he was pointing it out. like Josh Allen's just gutting through an injury. He's absolutely affected by the elbow injury. That shouldn't affect your decision-making, though. You know, I, I don't care what's going on with the elbow. Like You just can't make the wrong read or the wrong decision at a key moment. And he had a couple of games uh, earlier this month. So for him to come up big was a big deal. I also think it, it reminds me of, I went to a game, this is years ago. It was the, the Bears at the Cowboys. I made it to AT&T Stadium a long time ago. And Jay Cutler, I'll never forget, Jason, before the game, No one disputed Jay Cutler's arm talent. Before the game, the dude was just warming up, and I was just like, holy hell. He was throwing 45-yard passes just on a frozen rope, just like, eh, I'm kind of warming up over here, you know, just get the gun ready. It was crazy. There are a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL that don't have that type of arm talent, and when you look at Josh Allen in today's NFL – There are many quarterbacks that have that type of arm talent. Mahomes does. That is a short, short list, what Josh Allen can do with the football. Yeah, and your your other comment there about not being surprised if he had done the opposite. There's something to that. Um, Josh Allen has the arm that you just described and knows it. And I think sometimes it's hard to reel yourself in from thinking you can make every play. 
Elway had that issue at times. Um, you've seen guys through the years that throw balls like that that can do everything that are gunslinger types, like Brett Favre. There's a little bit of that in Josh Allen. Like At times, you're going to need somebody to reel you in, whether that's Dorsey or whether it was Dable in the past, just to be like, hey, we can – we can get this done. You don't have to do this every single play. But it's hard to tell that guy because you know he's capable of it. In this case, it was a perfect route. Maybe the best hands in the league in Stephon Diggs. And past that, you've got a guy that just put the ball exactly where it had to be. And all it took was one. That got them into field goal position, and they're an 8-3 and three football team as a result. Big difference between being 8-3 and three and 7-4 and four in this year's AFC where you've got a lot of teams that could make noise and you've got a lot of teams that are jockeying for position at the same time. It was an important win for Buffalo because they need to continue to set the pace outside of Kansas City right now. And as a completed unit, you would feel better about the Bills. I still think you feel better about their defense than you do Kansas City's, even with the injuries that they sustain. But this was an important one to continue to roll things right. Eight and three is a nice record to have 11 weeks in. Yeah, not bad at all. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You know, I also think this, Jason, as we skip around from AFC to NFC, you look at the NFC with the Cowboys winning – and how crazy, crazy this season is. Think about before week one, what most people said was, well, we know Tampa's going to be good. We know Green Bay is going to be good. And we know the defending Super Bowl champion Rams are going to be good. Outside of that, all bets are off. And that has not been the case whatsoever. You've got Tampa winning back-to-back games to get to 500. You've got the Rams are 3-7. and seven. They're in shambles. The Packers are a disaster at 4-7, and seven. and meanwhile, a team like the Cowboys yesterday, the Cowboys are good as anybody else in the NFC. I wouldn't be shocked at all if the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl this season. No, I wouldn't either, and before the season, you definitely wouldn't have gotten me there. I was, I was, I was very down on them. I'm still, I'm going to need to see Mike McCarthy in the playoffs, <laughs> but right now, you'd much rather be a Cowboys fan than some of these other teams. The Rams are not going to make the playoffs. The Packers are not going to make the playoffs. The Bucks are going to need to win their division. I think they're probably going to going to find their way in if for no other reason the rest of that division is terrible. But I think one of the other things that's been kind of stunning this year is there is not a team in the NFC East that's bad. Like not one of them. Washington with Heineke doing good things. Yesterday, you still saw a lot of good Daniel Jones in that game. I don't think the Giants are any kind of juggernaut. They're definitely uh, a much better football team than they've been in years past. The Eagles, even though they had to escape kind of a it's kind of an ugly performance on Sunday uh, against Indianapolis, and then as we're talking about with the Cowboys, the NFC East has turned out to be one of the better divisions in the league. Now, it's a weaker conference, but those teams are all better maybe than we thought going in. I think you can make the argument all four of them have outperformed what we thought they would do this year. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's funny because 
before the season started, I'm like, something weird is obviously going to happen, and I just couldn't figure out what it was going to be. And there are a lot of weird things that have, but that's one of them. If you would have told me before the season that the Giants would have three more wins than the Packers right now, I would have thought Aaron Rodgers missed the entire season. He's He's been there every step of the way. You know, Can you believe that? The Giants have three more wins than the Packers heading into week 12. You know, like that's just that blows me away right there. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I mean, we could spend three hours. We won't, thankfully, but we could spend three hours just discussing the Packers and the situation there and what's going to happen. And if you're a team like the Jets, are you thinking maybe Aaron Rodgers will come here to finish up his career and maybe Green Bay is going to be fine with that after this season? And then, of course, you've got the the backup quarterback, Jordan Love, who I think we all know is not the guy. So does he at some point get an opportunity, especially now that Aaron Rodgers has revealed he's got the hand issue, he's got other things going on, and the biggest thing that he's got going on is just not a very good football team. A team that I wouldn't say they've quit. They're just not good enough. The defense has not been as advertised, but the offense has been an unmitigated disaster. And and honestly, a lot of it's not on the young receivers. A lot of it is on 12. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh boy, we got sports happening right now. Iran, looks like they're about to beat Wales. This is how we welcome you back into Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on this Black Friday. The guys are out. Brian Noah is with me. I'm Jason Martin. He's at the No Show. I'm at JMAR Radio. Everybody here collectively at Fox Sports Radio. The telephone number 877-99 on Fox. That translates 996-6369. Man. And now wow. Ron scored again just yep. to add to it. This thing was eight minutes into stoppage time of the nine that we thought we were going to get. Wales with 10 players out there, and it makes a difference. So Wales is going to lose here in Group B 2-0. Two to, to and this is not – I mean, it looked like this thing was going to go a little bit further. And, boy, it comes to an end real, real fast here. And Iran, what a story from them and just the bravery that they've had to show as a team with some of the things that they have tried to do um, in a country where, look, the difference between – situations brian is iran these players can go back and be executed by their government and they're still kind of standing up for things that they believe in terms of human rights it's hard not to kind of root for these guys because you know what they could potentially be walking back into and yet they are using this platform to hopefully do some good and now they're winning yeah, it's just wild when you throw that layer on top of it where it's hard to wrap your mind around that in the States. You know what I mean? Like think about Team USA, say in like basketball, if uh, the government could just execute LeBron. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's standing right. up. Like that's it. You can't even wrap your mind around that. But that happens in other countries. But as far as soccer goes, that's as close to a buzzer beater as you're going to get in soccer with Iran scoring. In what the ninety, what ninety eight minute? half minute? 
Yeah, it yeah. was crazy. And then they add on the insurance goal. That could be a big deal for tiebreakers in Group B. So this is not a good result for Team USA. They wanted the draw in this thing, but Iran gets the 2-0 win. That's huge for Iran. Big. It is. Absolutely is. Scintillating to end that match on FS1 is where you could have seen that. Here we are on Fox Sports Radio tomorrow on Fox, the game. Michigan, Ohio State, noon Eastern time at the shoe. I think that's where we can go here. We talked a whole lot of NFL and we'll jump back into it here a little bit later this hour, Brian, but not just Ohio State, Michigan. Big-time game for USC with Notre Dame. This is the last week, really, of the college football regular season. How are you feeling right now about some of these teams, and especially this Ohio State-Michigan game, where both teams at times have shown themselves to be capable of a clunker, I think I would say? Yeah, well, first off, about the whole slate, go Irish. I'd just like to say that real fast. Yeah, right. Born right, and bred right. in South Bend, so let's get that out of the way. But Credit yeah, credit we, to your boy Freeman. That could have gone off the tracks yeah. early in the season, and he has pulled it back to get them ranked. That's, that's a really solid finish. Yeah, it is. It started off really badly. He was being clowned for losing his first three games, and uh, it looks a lot better now after smacking around Clemson and uh, riding the ship. But as far as the Michigan-Ohio State game, to me, Jason, it's all about Blake Corum. Is the stud running back mm-hmm. himself? Because if he isn't, I just I think this has the potential to get ugly real fast. Because if Blake Corum, who's rushed for almost 1,500 yards and 18 touchdowns this season, if he's limping around and just trying to gut it out and there's more on J.J. McCarthy's shoulders, I just don't trust that guy at all. And against Ohio State, you need J.J. McCarthy to match points with C.J. Stroud. I just don't see it happening. You have to have Blake Corum be special for Michigan to have a chance in this game is the way I see it. And I don't want to make Ohio State out to be some unbeatable type team. They barely squeaked by Maryland last week. But against Michigan in a game that's been circled ever since they got boat raced last year, if you've got Michigan wounded with Blake Corum in a, a get-back game for Ohio State, that is not a good recipe for Michigan at all. No. I mean, they're going to have to be able to play Michigan football, which is control the clock, run the ball, and play physical defense. And if you don't have Corum, we saw it last week how important Corum is to them just based on how they had to escape uh, their opponent, and that was not. It's not like they were playing Ohio State last week. That was a struggle for them. They were able to get through it. Um, I mean, Illinois is a good football team, but I don't think anybody's mistaking them for a college football playoff team. Illinois actually likes to play very similar to how Michigan plays. But I think you're right. Uh, I don't like the quarterback situation in Michigan. I haven't liked it all year. McCarthy could be the guy, but he's not the guy right now. McNamara is hurt. McNamara at least won some games last year and and was part of a college football playoff situation and then kind of got Jimmy G'd. (laughs) And then McCarthy ended up keeping this job as opposed to Trey Lance getting hurt and not being able to, to stay on the field for the 49ers. But if they can't run the ball, I don't think they can pass it at all. Like I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't have 150 yards through the air against Ohio State. This Ohio State team, I think, is very beatable just because 
there's times when they have a little bit of a Rams feel to me in terms of there's a little bit more flash than there is substance because they, again, they can go out there and play kind of mediocre. Now they can still win playing mediocre, and it wasn't just them. Pretty much everybody that was ranked last week in the top 10 struggled to some degree outside of UCLA getting the big win, but most of them were able to escape. Ohio State has more talent than Michigan. We knew that going into the season. Corum is the difference maker. I, I don't know what you have on offense if you're Michigan if you don't have that guy. And I think you're right. I think it could easily become you know, a three-touchdown win for Ohio State if Corum is not himself. Yeah, that's how I see it. And I like the Jimmy G comparison. You're right. It's That's why Jim Harbaugh switched quarterbacks. That's why he went from Cade McNamara who was the quarterback last season when they made it to the playoff. Right. They made it to the college football playoff, and they still made a quarterback change because he thought that J.J. McCarthy had a higher ceiling. And he's better than Cade McNamara. I mean, honestly, I think I, I still got a few throws in me. I think I'm better than Cade McNamara at this point. Uh, but J.J. McCarthy is much better. And if there's more on his shoulders, I just – I will be, like, jaw-hitting the floor – if this is a J.J. McCarthy game and he's just dealing, he's just dialing them up. And they, I don't see a universe where that points. happens. I, yeah, I don't see it at all. I do not see it whatsoever. Their th- formula for success is just how you described. It's kind of like old school Wisconsin. You know, it's run the ball. It's play good defense. It's not air it out. It's not throw the ball all over the place and match points with C.J. Stroud. That's just not how they play. So if they're forced to play that way, I just don't think they're going to be able to. Right now, who do you buy into most of the the current top four? We're going to extend this out and talk a little bit about LSU via USC and the college football rankings here, maybe in the next segment. But you saw Georgia, Georgia outlasted Kentucky, but it wasn't a dominant performance. Ohio State did what Ohio State did. Uh, against a lesser opposition in Maryland, a team that had gotten blanked the week before by Penn State. We saw Michigan escape Illinois. We saw TCU in the craziest finishing 40 seconds, one of the most disjointed, disorganized-looking things. And then Sonny Dykes comes out and says, it only looks frantic. We practice it every week. It's like, okay. Well, it was one of the – especially considering your kicker missed an extra point like 10 minutes before that, and you had him literally sprint on the field and make the kick. Now, he did make it, and you're still undefeated, but how are you feeling right now about the top of the heap in college football? It's Georgia and everybody else right now. And it's not to say that Georgia can't be beaten. They can be, like you mentioned. That was uh, uh, less than – it looked to be more comfortable – for Georgia against Kentucky, but it really wasn't. Like, that was a a closer game at the end than it should have been. They barely beat Missouri. So it's just to point out that they can be had. We all know how dominant they can be. They boat boat raced Oregon. That was a comfortable win against Tennessee. They're a very talented team, the defending champs. Very good defense. We all know that. Uh, The rest of the college football world, like, yeah, Ohio State, good. Michigan, good. TCU, good. But... You know, we saw it last week with Tennessee getting crushed by South Carolina. That was the number five team in the country, and they had nothing for Spencer Rattler and the Gamecocks, you know? So I just think beyond Georgia, you have these wild results when it comes to the top teams in college football. 
And uh, do I think USC could sneak in and just go, just try to out offense Georgia? Yeah, it'd be kind of interesting. Their defense is so terrible, bad, absolutely hideous, man. We knew last week. I was I was on air with, I was on because I, I was on air with Aaron Torres and and. He kept calling me Nostradamus because I said after every touchdown was scored in that USC-UCLA game, well, UCLA is about to come down and score, like immediately. They are brutal on defense, which is why I think Caleb Williams right now would have my vote for the Heisman because he has to go out there and get you 50 a game. He has to go out there and throw you know, six touchdown passes. He's got to run in another one because he can't have an empty trip because his defense is going to give up six in the other way. And you take away Travis Dye. And for a quarter of the season, he hasn't had Jordan Addison. He's been missing other weapons. He has to be special basically on every drive for them or they're going to lose. Yeah, it's crazy. And USC had four takeaways last week against UCLA. Gave up 42 points and won by three. Right, like, right. How, how does that ha- – how, how do all those things happen? It did in that game. Their defense is just a wreck. But I think, Jason, it's one of these deals where if we had a 12-team playoff this season, I, I think there's the recipe for a lot of crazy things to happen. Maybe not, you know, like five or six teams could win it all. But along the way, I think you could have a lot of wild results. It's just that type of season in college football. I think it's Georgia and then everybody else is the way it stacks up right Yeah, now. see, I would agree with you. Like, I mean, if you got the shot, for example, to watch Oregon and Michigan, Oregon and Ohio State, some of these other matchups, I, I think LSU is a little bit overrated. I think they're good. But I look at a two-loss LSU team, and maybe we'll do this in the next segment. We can kind of look at them in USC and, and what the college football playoff rankings are. You would still have Tennessee in the mix, but that, that's still one of the most baffling things I've seen. Wow. I did not. No one saw 63 being hung by South Carolina on Tennessee. And then, of course, the news got worse with Hendon Hooker's ACL. And hopefully that's not going to affect him too much in the draft because what an unbelievable season. Yeah. But – I, I agree with you. I think that there are teams that are dangerous, and if you don't show up with your A game, and we've seen every one of these teams, including Georgia, this year has shown up with a B- minus or a C-plus game, and I think it speaks to Georgia's talent level that they've been able to win these games even when they haven't played their best. Everybody else, when you're playing against actual competition, I think you're going to have to bring your best, which I, I, I don't know what that means for TCU. I don't think anybody believes TCU is the fourth best team in the country if you just look at it from talent. But eventually you are what your record says you are. And right now, TCU's record says that they're undefeated and they control their own destiny. If they're able to win out, beat Kansas State, beat Iowa State tomorrow, they will be one of the four just like Cincinnati was last year. Yeah, I'm much more of a resume guy than a hypothetical guy. Because there are two ways to look at it. You look at the resume of TCU, they're undefeated. If they went out, they're in. It's that simple. I'm more like that because the other way is the hypothetical thing of, well, I believe USC's better, and if they were to meet on a neutral field, I think USC – well, you could be wrong. You could be wrong about USC being better on a neutral field. So I always go by resume. And I hear you on TCU. We're all kind of got the shifty eyes. I think it's the lack of brand recognition as well. I'll tell you this. If USC had the spitting 
image of TCU's resume, we wouldn't have nearly as many questions because USC is a brand and TCU isn't. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, what's going on, everybody? I hope you're enjoying your post-Thanksgiving festivities. Black Friday in effect. We got ball going on. We got hoops. We got soccer going on. Iran with a big win over Wales. Team USA getting set to take on England. 
I don't know if you're going to have that in the rotation, by the way it sounded, Jason. What do you have going on at 1 p.m. Eastern time today? A little USA action? Uh, it's possible. I mean, I'm yeah. definitely going to watch some of that. Um, Weiss working a half day today. We obviously have a daughter now who is not quite two years old. She's about 19 months, so she is certainly going to have our attention today as well. I, the Black Friday thing has changed. I used to get a kick out of you know, going and being a part of the rush a little bit, maybe picking up a few cheap DVDs or some music or some video games or something like that. It's kind of shifted now where you just kind of do it online. And so I already handled the few things that I wanted to handle last night at like 8 or 9 p.m. So it's kind of a different day. It's just kind of going to be a lazy day of watching sports. A lot of good college football today as well. Uh, Baylor and Texas and some other matchups. So I'm going to be watching a lot of stuff. By the way, um, if your daughter was to root for one of your favorite teams, you know, I know you're going to let her root for whoever she wants to root for. I know that. But sure. If she just so happened to really be a diehard fan of one of your teams, which one would be your first choice? I mean, I think the oldest, my oldest fandom is either the Atlanta Braves or the Denver Broncos. So I'd probably say one of those, honestly. Yeah. Like, Denver since Elway, I mean, Elway when I was a kid, that that made them my favorite team. I grew up scoring games. My dad was an umpire. And so we spent a lot of time at ballparks, and we were giant Braves fans. And so I would say one of the two of those, I'd be thrilled with either one of them. Um, I don't know if she's going to be a sports person or not. I have no idea, but I would, I would say Broncos or Braves. I'd be happy either way. I like it. Well, I, let's talk a little bit about your Broncos because you made me realize something, and I can't believe I'm this late to the party. I, I didn't put two and two together where we were talking about Brady and Belichick for a mm-hmm. second, just based uh, kind of went there with the conversation. But I never thought of the divorce the same way between Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. But the way Brady has won the divorce between he and Belichick, uh, Pete Carroll has won the divorce so far between himself and Russell Wilson. I mean, it's not even close. This is decisive. You look at what what Seattle is doing with Geno Smith – they're way better than Denver is with Russell Wilson. That, again, we were talking about things that blow your mind this season. That's another thing. I never would have expected Seattle to basically be twice as good and then some wins and losses-wise than Denver is this season. Yeah. No, look, that's that's a million percent right. And when you see a split, you see a winner and a loser. The interesting thing is in the same division – You've got Devontae Adams now. Of course, there was the split with him and Aaron Rodgers. It's not going great for either guy. I think you could look at that entire situation and say, boy, if Green Bay could undo that, if Aaron Rodgers could find a way to undo that, would he? And maybe would the Raiders. Even though Devontae Adams has been good, they've been terrible. They've been absolutely brutal with him and gave up a lot in the process. So we're seeing a couple things in AFC West that are kind of strange. But definitely Pete Carroll looks so much better now. Even though this is kind of a short sample size and we Russ could be there for five more years and they could win a Super Bowl or two along the way. Who knows? Uh, it doesn't look like it's trending in that direction. But Pete Carroll is your big winner this year, I think, in the NFL simply because – Everybody was expecting Seattle to be the worst team in the league. 
because they were going into the season with either Geno Smith or Drew Locke at quarterback. They were having problems everywhere. Were they just going to keep running the ball? The defense hadn't been good in years. The offensive line hadn't been good in years. And what you've seen is the exact opposite. Russ got out of there. Geno's played pretty well all season long. And the Broncos have been one of the worst teams in the league, despite the fact that their defense is really good. Mm. So you can't even blame it there. You've got a head coach that was an offensive-minded guy in Green Bay, and you've got Russell Wilson, one of the biggest brands in football over the last decade, and it's been Geno Smith and Pete Carroll that have won this war. And I, th- I, I don't know that we've made enough. Hey, if I'm Pete Carroll, I'm grinning ear to ear right now. Oh, you have to be. <laughs> Absolutely have to be. How about this stat? This is amazing. And props to Chris, who's with us, our technical producer uh, today. He gave me this stat. The Lions running back, Jamal Williams, he has scored the equal amount of touchdowns as the Broncos this season. Right? Jamal Williams scored his 13th touchdown yesterday for the Lions. That's how many touchdowns the Broncos have offensively as a team this season. They have as many as Jamal Williams. That's insane. Luckily, I have Jamal Williams on my fantasy team to help me. dry the tears of a just dreadful Broncos existence at this point in time, but it couldn't have gone worse. It just, it couldn't have gone worse. And the question that I asked, I wasn't sure if we would touch on it, but I'll throw it out there again. Yeah. I think many people, not everybody, but most people probably saw Russell Wilson going to Canton before this season. Right. Is it possible that the narrative has shifted so much if things don't turn around either this year or potentially maybe next year for him? If, if, this is, if the version of Russ that we've already seen is far better than the version of Russ that we're going to get from this point out, do you think the recency bias could actually – can you play your way out of a Hall of Fame career many already thought you had – by going to a new place and being this bad, watching your old place actually succeed in your absence. Yeah. I think as it stands right now, subject to change. Yeah, I, I actually buy that. Because let's say that let's say Russ didn't play this year. He retired before this season. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Would you agree with that? Do you think he would get in based on what he had done only in Seattle? Yes, absolutely. And again, I think that the narrative was always that Russ was handcuffed by Schottenheimer and the conservative nature of Pete Carroll. And it wasn't about letting Russ cook. It was about run the ball on first and second down. It's third down and 16. Hey, Russ, go get us a first down. It was always, it wasn't set up. He was used more as a decoy, despite the fact that he was a superstar. So I think he was actually getting the benefit of the doubt in most conversations around the league. Yeah, and I think right now, let's say Russ retired after this season, just for the sake of argument. Yeah, I think there is something to that. Now, you give it years and years, that's the other thing. Right, You give it five years, and maybe you view it a little bit differently, but you have to think, this is the final impression. Is him playing really badly? Right, like That is not a good lasting impression to get into the hall. So yeah, as of right now, I think he's eventually going to get there. I think he's a special player. I don't think this is the, the version we're going to see from here on out from Russ the rest of his career. I still think he's too special for this to linger and for him to only be 
this guy going forward. So I think he eventually gets in there. But as of right now, if he walked away from football after this season, I, I don't know. I don't think that he's the lock I once did for him to get into the hall. Yeah, I just – I can't believe it's gone this poorly. Yeah. I know, look, you, you lost Williams. You lost defensive players. But this wide receiver core going into the year, all all we had heard for years – and look, as a Broncos fan, I knew it. There's a lot of talent on that wide receiver core. But it just hadn't worked. Like it's nope. been, it's been a true disaster. Um, Russ's reputation, I think, is probably as low as it has ever been, and that goes back to college. That goes back to Wisconsin. Yeah. Goes back to NC State. Goes to baseball. Prior to all of that, whenever maybe there was any kind of a reputation hit, this is it. And I think you go back, and there was a piece written years ago about the situation in Seattle. It may have been Seth Wickersham. If it wasn't, it was uh, somebody over at The Athletic, I think. Um, And they talked about how the Legion of Boom, they didn't name them, but you could tell. It was guys like Sherman and some of those guys that would be on the sidelines wondering why Russ was getting so much attention for throwing for 140 yards in a game and then winning by 20 points because the defense was that dominant. And I think a lot of that kind of stuff, you can unearth more of that now because it's very easy to take shots at Russ. I, I just, I mean, the Broncos can't score 20 points in a game. Like, I, I can't even watch my own football team play. As big a Broncos fan as I am, I can't watch this. Like, I thought at one point, I'm the jinx. So I went to a concert the night of the Colts Thursday night game. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, we're going to be all right. Then I saw how we lost that game. <laughs> no, you know what? It's not just me. These guys are just absolutely terrible. By the way, you know where I was during that game? I was no. at the game. Oh. That's where I was at it. Oh. I saw that thing. And as bad as that game was, it it was fun. I, maybe it was because Did I stayed bet, the like the – yeah, oh yeah, we stayed to the bitter end, but maybe it was because I had a, a bet on like the Colts team total under or something. I'm like, this is beautiful. I love, oh. but I, I'm just, a, I love football so much, man. And as ugly as that game was, I will never forget that game. I'm the guy now where I used to look sideways at people that were like, oh yeah, I went to that game. I'm like, oh yeah, who won? Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure. Who were they playing? I, I, it's a little fuzzy. I'm like, you were at the game. How do you not remember? And every now and then that has happened to me, I will never forget that 12 to 9 Colts Broncos overtime game. Never forget that. Hey, we're broadcasting live from the tirerack.com studios. Tirerack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. How about this, though, Jason, while we're talking about QBs, and we mentioned Geno Smith's name. Geno has played very well this season. He has 17 touchdown passes this year. That's the most he's ever had in an NFL season. And so I think what's interesting is, is Baker Mayfield headed for Geno Smith territory? And what I mean by that is this. So the Panthers, they're going to start Sam Darnold this Sunday. Mm -hmm. Sam Darnold's going to be behind center. No Baker Mayfield. And I started thinking about with Geno Smith. So Geno Smith started his first two seasons with the Jets. It didn't go well. 
It was six years he was a backup. And now he's finally gotten a chance as the starter in Seattle. Are we going to see something similar with Baker Mayfield? Because think about this. When's he going to get his next real chance to be the starter? Sam Darnold is starting. You know, they had P.J. Walker starting when Baker Mayfield was healthy and could have played. They still rolled with, with P.J. So are we going to see a same type of career path from Geno Smith? Are we going to see that from Baker Mayfield that we're seeing with Geno Smith right now? It could be. I just find that really interesting, Jason, where if you get a chance to start and you falter, it could be a long, long time until you get another legitimate chance to start again. Yeah, although we do live in a universe where Blaine Gabbert keeps getting jobs and a lot of these other guys do. However, there is always the added dimension with Baker of you're also taking on Baker Mayfield, the human being. And there does, not that he's a bad guy, but there's always drama that surrounds it. There's always a little bit of a knock, and maybe if you're talking around the league, he doesn't necessarily have a sterling reputation in that arena. I've always kind of liked him. I was hoping that this would be a good year for him. That's not been a good scenario, obviously, with Matt Rule leaving and um, just not having a lot there and then trading McCaffrey away. It's kind of a place to go and fail, and maybe there's going to be some other teams out there that were already kind of wanting to do something with Mayfield but didn't want any part of doing any kind of a deal with the Browns that will give him a shot. Like, if you're Houston, would you rather have him than what you have? Yeah, you would. But you'd also rather have some other guys that might be out there, or you might rather draft somebody for the future. Mayfield, it's not. I don't think this is like the last opportunity, but the next one could be. Like the next one could be uh, if it goes as poorly as this one has. I mean, Mayfield losing his job here, not being able to maintain it, and and them not playing well with him at quarterback. Like he just hasn't been able to make them competent in any way. He doesn't come across as a leader right now. There's nothing about that scenario that's good. The only thing I would say is there's nothing about that team and that situation right now that is good at all. And it's not an enviable spot to be in, which is hard to say when you're you know, making good money to be an NFL quarterback. But he is probably closer to being out of the league than he is the MVP, I'll say that. It, what's interesting to me is you might be better off if you falter as a starting quarterback. Let's use Zach Wilson as an example, right? Like the Jets' current st- uh, quarterback who was starting. He's now not even dressing <laughs> this Sunday against the yeah. Bears. But let's just say it fizzles out for Zach Wilson in New York. That's the way it's trending. He might be better off whenever he goes to another team just being the backup of a good team instead of the starter of a bad team. Because we've seen this. It's Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield got a, a chance to start in Carolina. You know what I mean? It's like, good luck. Now look at where his career is. He probably would have been better going somewhere else as a backup to a really good quarterback on a really good team. And should the starter get hurt, maybe he gets a chance to start three or four games. And if he plays a lot better, he's going to get a better opportunity. It's the long game, you know? And it's the I Ryan get that. Fitzpatrick game. Yeah, I get it. You want to be on the field. You want to compete. I get all of that. But, man, in the long run, you might be better off going from starter to backup and just rebuilding your value that way. Yeah. I I just, again, if you're going to stink, you better be Marcus Mariota. You better be a dude everybody wants to have around. 
a guy that can come in and maybe just hold the ship until what you're planning on doing for the future? Does anybody think Marcus is the long-term plan in Atlanta? They never did. But Arthur Smith worked with Marcus in Tennessee. He knew that Marcus was one of the classiest guys in a league. And so your, your team was probably going to be better off just having him around, even if there was a skill deficiency. The problem for Zach Wilson, Mayfield, some of these guys is – you're not. You don't necessarily have that. Zach and what he did in that press conference is probably the worst thing we've mm-hmm. seen him do. The fact that he's not playing well is one thing. The fact that he's handling it this poorly, at that position specifically, where you're supposed to own it, where you're supposed to be the guy, that to me is the biggest issue for him moving forward. And it could be for Mayfield as well. Not that Mayfield's not ever taken responsibility for his failures. Quite the contrary. But again personality matters when you're mediocre. Yeah, it really does. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote 